For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Francesca Block. You're listening to Daybreak. Last month, the Marriage Pact survey swept through campus, promising to find students their, quote, optimal marital backup plans through a mathematical algorithm. Today, on Valentine's Day, we learn from the students who helped bring it to campus and the students who received their matches to see how it went. It's Sunday, February 14th. When the Marriage Pact email first hit the inboxes of students on Princeton's campus last month, there was an immediate buzz. Students then started getting more emails, stating that secret crushes were asking them to fill out the survey. Soon, nearly 650 freshmen, 450 sophomores, 530 juniors, and 640 seniors had answered the questions from the survey which spanned everything from users' religious preferences and thoughts on cheating to perspectives on social habits and contentious political issues. According to Phoebe Park, social chair for the class of 2021, the effort to bring the survey to campus was led by the undergraduate student government to promote social connection among students in a time where most of us were isolated and away from campus. We more hoped that it would be Something that the campus buzzes about, like a collective shared experience mm-hmm. that people can gossip about together, like just have something in common, like a shared experience outside of just like, I was staying at home in the right. middle of the pandemic, or like, I was drinking too much or not <laughs> drinking at all during the pandemic, like more of a conversation mm-hmm. starter. The Marriage Pact isn't unique to Princeton. According to their website, the survey is used in six different universities across the United States, including Stanford, where the service was first created in 2017. The website also boasts, potentially in a joking manner, that out of the almost 16,000 matches made, there's actually been one real marriage. Phoebe notes, however, that the survey isn't necessarily all about finding love. In other schools, not everyone ended up having anything romantic with their marriage pack matches. Rather, like, some of them became best friends because they were so compatible as people. This this survey can't tell you whether or not there's that spark that makes something like a relationship, you know? When the announcement came out that students would be invited back to campus for the spring, the prospect of allowing students to foster more relationships with their classmates became all the more exciting. And students were excited about the survey, too, Prince prospect writer Kathleen Wong sat down with Andrew White, class of 2023, to talk about his motivations for taking the survey. I signed up for the marriage pact because I wanted to. I don't know. It seemed interesting, seemed fun. I'm also certainly very single right now. And I was like, why not throw my hat in the ring? Dating scene at Princeton is not the most ideal. And I was like, why not? Obviously, I wasn't like expecting to find my future spouse. I think that that might be putting too much faith in in an algorithm, but I think it was just maybe a nice way to meet someone. I don't know. As students anxiously waited for the results of the survey to reveal to them their, quote, perfect matches, the Marriage Pack staff worked to play off of that excitement, issuing teasers such as first revealing matches initials rather than their full names, and sharing people's quote-unquote hot takes, meaning their survey answers, which were different from most of the student body. After the matches were revealed on February 3rd, right before 9 p.m., 
Campus was surely in a frenzy as students flocked to searching software like Tigerbook to get a glimpse of their new match and come up with the perfect pickup line to send over email. For Andrew in particular, the experience of filling out the survey and discovering his match was full of one major surprise. So I filled out my survey and I was like, yeah, this is great. And didn't really think about it much. Then I got, so they did like the reveal thing where they're like, Here, your, here's your match's initials. And it was RW. And I was like, hmm, that, those are my brother's initials, my twin brother, identical twin brother. And I was like, that's a problem. That's not great. Uh, so I texted him and I was like, hey, did you do the marriage pact? And he said, why, yes, I did. Um, and I said, well, what are your match's initials? He was like, A-W. And I was like, ah, okay, here we go. Um, that's fun. So I kind of just assumed um, that we had gotten matched. And that's when I tweeted that I had gotten matched with my twin brother in the marriage pact. Turns out I was correct in that assumption. Got the email, whatever, 40 minutes later that says, hello, your match is Reese White, and it's a 100% match. And I was like, wow, 100%, that's, that's something, isn't it? I mean, we are identical twins. We do similar things. We have similar personalities. So I guess it kind of makes sense that we are, I'm not going to use the word soulmates because that's creepy and weird, but like that we would be matched by an algorithm. For Andrew and other students on campus, the Marriage Pack survey and its algorithm was far from perfect. Phoebe notes how after the survey came out, certain questions such as ones asking about people's perceptions of sexuality and weight gain were poorly received by the student body. There's a couple questions in there that were also not well received by the Princeton community. And once someone said something, we definitely cut it out right away mm -hmm. because in the end, this is just for fun. Right. <laughs> so we don't want to hurt anyone in the community. Outside of the question controversy, Andrew still feels like there are ways the survey can improve. I am not a coast major. I don't exactly know how all of that works, but I was just, I'm assuming that you could like run a fairly quick check to make sure that people don't have the same last name. Otherwise, you could put in a do not match list, maybe just one person you're afforded. Mm -hmm. So you can't be like too picky or selective, but one person where you can be like, I don't want to be matched with this person, be it a sibling, an ex, mm -hmm. God forbid, like an abuser, like those are all real possibilities that would be very disheartening to be matched with. Despite its shortcomings, the marriage pact still appeared to bring a little bit of life back to an otherwise less eventful social scene at Princeton. And at the very least, for Andrew, it did offer a pretty good story. So my first impression was that, like, as I said before, that it's, it's not going to be perfect. As I said, I'm not, I wasn't expecting to meet my husband, nor was I expecting to be matched with my twin <laughs> brother. It's, at the end of the day, a funny coincidence. Um, it gave me virality and attention online, and honestly, at the end of the day, it's for the best, you know? That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by me, Francesca Block, and produced under the 145th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Francesca Block. Have a wonderful day.